Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But the days of searching the shelves for hidden gems and overlooked call classics is never ending. Join us while we drown in a sea of streaming options and ask the question, what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank. I'm Scott. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> Wait, so Michael Shannon was in Groundhog Day? I get through the whole thing. I didn't just watch part of it. I mean, I ended up on the couch that long. I was like, I'm just going to roll with it. It's a scene where he's telling Telling uh, the producer chick, Andy McDowell. Yeah. Isn't that her name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to convince her like he knows what's going on. And he introduced this girl and her fiance. And I think his name is Steve or Mike, something generic. Well, yeah. So all that I saw was the side of his face. And I was like, no shit. Is this Michael Shannon? And then sure enough, they don't show him showing, but you see it blurred. But seeing it so many times growing up, I was, I felt like that couple comes back. Tilt that mic up a little bit. Just I, up. Yeah. Right. Right there. Okay. I felt like. Um, I knew that I would see them again. So I kept paying attention. Sure enough, at the end, he gives them a gift at that big party. Oh, really? And like, I could so see... he's return character. He's not just like a background. Person. Yeah, he wasn't just like a featured extra with a line or two. Like he said something in the diner when they were introduced, but I think it was just like, huh? When he's get, he actually says like a couple things, but I was like, that's him. And IMDb, sure enough, Michael Shannon, Groundhog Day. He's like the fiance, Steve, Mike. That's so crazy. The first time I remember seeing him in anything was Take Shelter. That was the first time? That was the first time I know I was like, that, that guy awesome. See, Bug. I forgot. B- Bug, man. I forgot about that. Because Bug was, you know, one of those that under the radar, you know, not this a big budget. A- Ashley Judd, right? The Judd. Yeah. Pretty good movie, though. It's been a couple years. That's since- one of those, no one tells you about it. Bug, you, yeah. You find that movie. You find Bug. But I'm um, no, ever since then, and I mean, he's uh, World Trade Center. He was like a soldier, random thing in that. But then the night before, take shelter, shape of water. Yeah, no, it just eight mile. <laughs> you know, was he an eight mile? Yeah, he was the mom's uh, boyfriend who she was waiting. Oh, he was waiting yeah, on the check. I he was okay. waiting on the yeah. check. Yeah, so I've only seen that movie once, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you only get one shot. You know, <laughs> don't miss your chance to blow. <laughs> but I'm really sick of fucking Hollywood is celebrating Netflix is falling down it's it's toppling over it's never going to come back from this because netflix is the only one well there's shutter and other movie streaming services that are pure movie oriented things but we should not be like heralding apple and amazon as these beacons of what we want to get our entertainment from there's yeah. something about like Netflix was sort of started in a a, a pure way and I'm going to be loyal to them. I'm not, I'm not canceling fucking Netflix. Yeah. And I think we talked about it before, but do people still get DVDs? I bet it's uh, actually, yeah. Uh, my friend Terry sent me a thing. He still gets them. He still gets them. Yeah. He said their selection is terrible because oh. he was saying maybe you could, uh, like I was, I was like, maybe say, I, I bet could, it's awesome because well, nobody's doing it. I was like, maybe I could get tales from the crypt. Yeah. Once I'm done with your set, I can like <laughs> pick up there and I can reinstate the the getting them in the mail. And he said they have like one or two seasons and they're not even in order or something. Oh, I, I bet they're not replacing things that get damaged and stuff like that. And if you remember, Netflix movies were scratched as fuck after a while. Yeah, I. Uh, that's how we started The Walking Dead for the first time yeah. was Netflix DVD. At one point, yeah, there was a fucked up disc. I did a lot of TV shows that way. Six Feet Under and... Oh man. A couple other things. Like I was that. late. I was late to the game. Well, and I was gaming it so much at a certain point in life I I would just rent them from the store, not Netflix. Yeah. Oh my god, you remember Gamefly? That shit. I tried it. Is that still going? I was a trouble customer. Oh, like you'd be like, this thing's fucked up. 
<laughs> the thing was, is I went into it knowing that I probably wouldn't get those new release high demand games. I'd heard. Oh, I'd yeah, to that was the thing that I had heard from it was it was so jammed up. But it was super rare that you ever didn't get what you were wanting on Netflix. Well, here's the thing, though. I'd fill it with random off titles that just seemed interesting. And then I wouldn't get those either. And they would just send me something. And you would read online and ask people. And they're like, just put the one game you want in your queue and nothing else. And it worked once. And then it never happened again. Yeah, I never had any problems like that with Netflix. It was things like the week they came out. Uh -huh. Sometimes I wouldn't get them. Yeah. And I'd be like, that's fine. I'll wait another week. But I never like was in the middle of watching a TV series and didn't get the next disc. Yeah, that that, that didn't happen. No, no, no. But... Gamefly was just, it, it was such a small company at the time, too. Somehow I kept getting the same guy when I would call. Oh, it was probably one of those things where, like, I remember when Spectrum took over Time Warner and mm -hmm. you would call them for customer service and it was like they were panicking. <laughs> you know, like they had taken over a company that was way too fucking big for them to handle this shit. And the people were like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and that's the way I felt about it. Uh -huh. Netflix, I don't. You know, I'd report things back. I, I got pretty much everything I wanted out of the disc stuff. And when they switched to streaming, I didn't really want to do that. Anything I've complained about Netflix over the years, mm -hmm. they've miraculously pulled. Like, I was like, you're going to make your own shows? That's not what I fucking want. And then really all I've watched this week was Stranger Things. Well, and while there still are some good ones, I will, the overall I will agree the overall dropping? quality of like they spread themselves a little too thin. They should have stayed a little more prestige. But I think they'll find their footing and figure it out because that's the thing is all they have to do is worry about movies and mm -hmm. TV shows. It's a fucking side racket for <laughs> Amazon and Apple and shit. So don't like hold them up like Netflix busted the fucking shitty part of Hollywood open. Yeah. And it and, seems like they got the better features on the app over Hulu. Hulu was I felt like they were right there when streaming kind of started and Hulu just fell off. And I think all we're seeing right now is there's a finite amount of people mm -hmm. also if you were gaining subscribers all over the place during the pandemic, mm -hmm. some of them have to go to work now. <laughs> you know? yeah. They can't watch fucking TV while they're working. Yeah, no, not everybody's knocking them out anymore. Yeah, so maybe the sustainability of having as many streaming services isn't what it has been for the last two years. Yeah. So they'll figure it out. And there is still enough quality program. It it just used to be when a documentary would drop, you were like, oh, shit. Well, like, I feel like they've be been so trying good. to kill it, too. Like Paramount just sucking up all the Paramount movies and taking them off all the other streaming Oh, yeah, when uh, The Office left and went to NBC, Peacock. Yeah, and NBC owns Hulu. Let's not forget, they have two fucking streaming platforms, and they're trying to trick you. And then they have like <laughs> a deal with FX, which is owned by Fox and stuff like that. Netflix isn't doing that. They made really good shit, and there is everybody's something... in the same rotation too. As soon as they leave one, chances are they're gonna pop up on another one, even if they're you know competitors. Yeah, and we've gotten really used to that. But I I, I wouldn't discount Netflix yet. I, I'm rooting no, for them. I think there's too much behind them. I did see the articles about them cutting staff a while back. Well, that's um, what you do when you run out of money. They're they're a huge corporation. I'm not talking about yeah. them like they're some mom and pop. I saw something little... on social media. It was like a walkthrough of one of their bigger offices, just empty. Like that whole office was gone. Yeah. Like they got rid of the whole office. And I figured something like that was happening. I'm not like praising them for firing a bunch of people or anything like that. But we have all these streaming platforms and competition is good. It's great. But if you're going to root for somebody, don't root for fucking Jeffrey Bezos. Fucking penis spaceships and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only one that really looks like a cack. Yeah, or Apple or something like that. Like, cool, they're making good shows, but Apple doesn't have shit. They don't have any movies that I want to see. 
All they have is their original programming. So, which every time you talk about it, I like. I swear, I drool a little. In my movie mind, my movie TV mind. <laughs> Some of their stuff's really good. I keep seeing trailers. I mean, I've you're an M things. Night Shyamalan guy, and yes, he's got a TV yeah. show. No, believe me. Although I've heard mixed things about it. It kind of sounds, all the mixed things are things that I'm like, oh, I want to watch that. <laughs> oh, you don't like that? I want to see that. Look, I still watch The Happening every now and then. So that. Yeah, well, I'm a hypocrite and a contrarian. So <laughs> like, I'm going to root for Netflix because they're losing. And uh, I was like, fuck you for making a bunch of TV shows when they started doing that. At this point, you know, they they won me over. <laughs> No, I mean we haven't canceled. The price has gone up how many times now over the last few years? I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I'm still uh, like every now and then I'll be like, man, I haven't checked Netflix for new stuff in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I I tend to check Amazon more often. But also Amazon tries to trick you, show you a bunch of movies that cost money. Yeah, they throw them in there sometimes different categories. Yeah, and Netflix is still it's still the same Netflix. Plus they gave me another star, so <laughs> still <laughs> up to still three. Hate. Also, your fucking app works. Yeah, your fucking app works. HBO, you are not a contestant. In this no, fucking and Hulu, race. I really do like you too. But why don't you save my place in my movie or your TV show? Oh, for real. And my friend who's an engineer told me that it was just that like Netflix is paying to have those bigger things cash. They stream quicker to you, and you get less fuck ups and stuff like that and i think that's important yeah no i mean don't fuck I, up me watching something look, and i'm looking for seamless when i'm spending 35 to 45 minutes in the menus <laughs> yeah for real if i'm trying to memorize your catalog so i know what i'm not going to watch i want to go through without any hiccups yeah something i appreciate doing this podcast is i'm getting a little bit more back into that like just fucking watch that like it caught your eye just watch it yeah i've gotten into the i'm like I said, I was watching Groundhog Day. I would put on speed. So you're going comfort food? I think so. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I guess I'm right there. I'm at a video game point where there's no new games that I want to play. So I'm like, okay, movies. Then I'm hesitant to watch that new stuff. You're, I'm tempted, yeah. but I see those oldies but goodies. Oh, I want to take chances more often. That's the thing <laughs> that, that, that bothers me about the way I watch TV now. And it's different. You know, when I watch stuff with Kelly, I can't be like, Oh, that looks fucked up, you know, and uh-huh. then just go for it. Like I can when I'm just sitting in my office uh-huh. by myself. But <laughs> I want to I want to be a little more impulsive about the things I pick, which, you know, I want to break free. It, yeah, I want to break free. I want to. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you, so you have tickets to Jurassic World? Dominion. I, I, I have to see that in the theater. I've been waiting. I watched the first. Well, the last two Jurassic Worlds. I to seen, catch up. Did you see every Jurassic Park movie in the movie theater when it was out? One, two. Not Okay, all of them? Like all five so far? Yeah, yeah. Not three. Oh, okay. Not the Tay Leone, William H. Macy. I even scene. saw that one in the movie theater. You did, You saw that one yeah, too? Okay. Because that's the kind of the thing that, that was, I want to go for a movie in a movie theater for. That was one of my first probably 10 DVD purchases with my first DVD player that I bought yeah, senior I, year in high school. I probably won't go see Top Gun because I just don't fucking care. I think I'm going to see it next Friday. Go go see it with a coworker. We're going to yeah. go check out Top Gun. But there's certain things. That, like I prefer to see a Mission Impossible movie in mm-hmm. the theater because I remember thinking Mission Impossible 2 was great and then watching it again <laughs> on DVD and being like, this is this sucks. So I'm not caught up on Mission Impossible. I'm not caught up. I think I'm, I've seen it was for the Phantom or the the abrams one i think so yeah uh, that w- ghost protocol yes ghost yeah, protocol yeah, that's yeah. it i'm all yeah. phantom <laughs> I, I like him man not billy zane i don't have a problem with tom cruise <laughs> as an actor yeah. like i don't want to fucking hang out with a guy 
He's got that same Ben Affleck thing. Oh, you know, I read and an he's article. He's trying to be a person. Um, track stars were um, rating his running. <laughs> rating his yeah, running. this article, they were like, you know, Tom Cruise runs a lot in his movies. Like, how is his running? And they talked to like a couple like former Olympians and other stuff. I don't understand being like, I don't want to watch a Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. If you've never seen Collateral. Jamie Foxx? Fucking watch Collateral. Yeah. It'll change your mind about Tom Cruise, I swear. He let them shoot him as a tiny little short man. And he's terrifying <laughs> that way way scarier i've only seen that once oh my god it's good jamie fox is so good in it too i feel like that one's not a big streamer no i i don't see it around uh, that's lot. probably why i've only watched it once i own that one though do you i've watched it multiple times oh, okay yeah i really i really liked collateral you know that's what we should do sometime is movies we own oh that would be kind of weird because <laughs> my wife always gives me shit for owning so many movies she's like you never watch these and i'm like when the internet goes out there's something there yeah you will thank me yes or like if you got the flu uh-huh. you know and you just like kind of look over and you're like what can i watch i'm gonna fall asleep well we didn't always have digital that's what there was and i watched a well, there ton was of a movies. time where i like i wanted that collection oh i had the racks on the wall i was proud of my boxes that the dvds came in still am yeah i still um, am I, I saved them after i went to binder and then I re- oh I, I, the binder is is daunting there <laughs> yeah because I have a I have one of those like so we have three binders of the DVDs and then mine the, holds a thousand it's almost full oh it, it, because when I worked at a video store I also owned a uh, DVD burner and a <laughs> rip program and so I would I bring my laptop to work and just rip things <laughs> I'd fucking burn movies the whole time so like, while working at the video store while working at the video store because it's not like fucking that guy was going and buying them like the through the proper channels <laughs> Like he was going to Costco and buying movies on new release day and then get like renting them and getting away with that. Yeah. There's no way he was buying the like, you know, $300 copy of the new movie that came out for rent <laughs> the way Blockbuster and Hollywood were doing that. Uh, no, sir. Oh man. I miss pre-streets. Did you have that at I Love Video? Would you get the movies in before the release date? Like new releases? No, because he would go buy them oh, from the store. At the movie store? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, he, he was doing that shit crooked. Yeah, uh, he actually he got arrested for mm-hmm. buying a bunch of DVDs off a guy in the street two days after I was like, you know, you're supposed to take people's IDs when you buy stuff from them. <laughs> they followed a guy there and busted him buying a bunch of stolen shit from the dude. And they called me at my other job <laughs> and they were like, yeah, and they had like torn the place apart. Like and I was like, what the fuck over movies? Yeah. And me and this other guy that I worked with, we had to like put the fucking video store back together. And it was all because he did this like stupid kid you don't know what you're talking about shit to me like two days before and i was like i don't know about you man but i am poor and in college so i sell <laughs> shit all the time and you need to take ids for things uh, and he just didn't do it right and he got fucking arrested so yeah no uh, yeah my store was not like that they came in boxes they came early and we could watch them up oh, to yeah, three yeah. days before they came out we didn't get screeners or anything like that. oh yeah we called them pre-streets we'd get the video games too but you could not play the video game before the release date well nowadays don't they like lock you out i mean i've gotten video games before they came out from ba- so amazon ba- you weren't supposed but... to you know we, you could do it like a day before sometimes sometimes yeah people because of like time zone things to, like disconnect from the internet and stuff like that like, there's all these the things update. yeah and they're what are they what were they gonna do to you so many people <laughs> yeah what were they gonna I, I played cyberpunk two days before it came out we see a guy just outside austin playing the new tony hawk it's a week early get him yeah shut his <laughs> shit down <laughs> facebook the fuck out of that guy 
Because Facebook will shut you down on Oculus for like if you get banned from Facebook, they will brick your headset. Oh no way! Yeah, uh, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, no pre streets, man. Uh, yeah, that was good times. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see Jurassic World. No, can't wait. That's a movie I want to see in the theater. I cannot stress enough that if you're thinking about going to a movie theater and you haven't seen a movie yet, go see fucking everything everywhere all at once. Fantastic movie theater movie in the best sense of the word. But Jurassic World is the flip side of that coin. I'm going to see dinosaurs, man. Yeah, fucking dinosaurs. My mom took me to see that when I was a kid. Yeah. I think she took my sister too and it scared the fuck out of her. But man, when that came out on VHS, I watched it over, like just rewind and watch it again. Yeah. So I got a My mom took me at midnight uh, when it was released on VHS. We went at midnight so I could buy Jurassic Park on VHS the release night. Did you see it in the theater too? Yes. Okay. Buying it was almost cooler because I got to take it home. With the logo and the solid the, black? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Because it's just, it's the logo on a black case. Yeah, there's some VHS I've hung on to, too. I have the shell case thing. Wide, oh. The widescreen edition. Widescreen. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have deleted scenes? Honestly, I kept my old tube tv for years just to like sometimes i want to watch the thing on this tv <laughs> because that's the way it was meant to be viewed hey if i could have saved one for you know these you know the ps2 that we have and stuff like that it's just sometimes it's not the same on a new one no matter what you do that's like watching it well that's part of the reason i own a vhs player but mm. i don't watch vhs very often even stuff that never came out any other way because it looks like shit on a new tv yeah it's horrible and it looked fine on an old tube TV. You know, now I'm all about clarity. And I think to back like when I'd watch a movie on an afternoon, you know, Saturday, Sunday afternoon, sunlight's just coming through the blinds. It's right there on the TV with that VHS quality. I'm like, what was the quality really like? I really appreciate it, too. With the movie we did today, the TV and there's only one turned on TV in mm -hmm. the whole movie. And it was a working television. And it looked like that when we watched Moonfall last week, when Patrick oh, that... Wilson was in the garage. It was like an old TV, like an old, like it had the dial. Olympia the said, why dial. does he have and that And I was like, TV? why does it look fucking high def? <laughs> yeah. Because they like green screened this fucking TV. Well, and that tied into the whole, why did they green screen half the shit they green screened in that movie? True, true. Absolutely. But I mean, today we watched Faults, which uh, I kind of strong armed this one into the rotation. You did. And I, you know, you. When I came over last time, you have to watch this trailer. I was, <laughs> I was so persistent been, about me watching this trailer. <laughs> I haven't been this excited about like when I watched a trailer and I showed it to somebody else over mm -hmm. the weekend before I watched the movie and I got goosebumps again. Yeah. And as soon as it started, I knew. I knew. By the way, there there will be spoilers as always. Yeah, and I really liked this movie. I really I was liked right. it too. I, I liked right. the movie. Yeah, I, my my sixth sense where the hair stood up on the back of my neck was dead fucking on with this movie. Yeah, this one was good. This one was good. It did have a high score on IMDb. Oh, did it? 6.7. See, yeah, I just, so they nobody told me about this. It they was old. Wrong. I'd never heard of it. I didn't hear, like, I'm a fan of Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I think she makes excellent choices, mm -hmm. but I hadn't heard of this movie. And, no, and I've it was directed seen... by her ex-husband. Oh, they were married? Yeah, they were married. And he's from here, from two, two years younger than us. Yeah. So we were probably in the same room with him at some point, because this is not a big city, or at least it wasn't. Then it wasn't huge. Us and this director were 13, 14 years old, <laughs> drinking at keg parties. <laughs> 
keg stand on the fitness machine. I bet he was around. But yeah, instinct. The video store clerk instinct kicked in and I was right. I really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed it. So we're not going to have a discussion at the end of this about whether or not it's a good movie. Yeah, we'll let you know ahead of time because watch it. If you started this episode and we're talking yeah, about it Yeah, read a right description. Now, go. If you like it, go for it. Yeah, this one's worth the gamble. Even if you watch the trailer for this and you're like, oh, I don't know about that. Like, <laughs> this movie is deeply funny. And remind me about that because I said something during the trailer here and I was not wrong. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. I was very right. Oh, really? Yeah, I've gotten really good at dissecting trailers. <laughs> okay. They need to stop or change the formula. I'll try to remember. I'll make a I'm note. mad at them sometimes. Anyway. Agreed. We'll get back to that. We'll run through it real quick. Yeah, yeah. Frank gives a summary. Down on his luck, cult deprogrammer Ansel Roth. Uh, his name is Leland Orser in real life. And this is one of those guys that you've seen in a ton of things. We'll get into that in a little bit. I have a whole list. He's got a whole list ready for us to go. And um, it's not even a fraction of what he's been in. Yes, just so many. And you will you see him. You know he's been in a ton of things. So this cult deprogrammer, he's approached by two parents, played by Chris Ellis and Beth Grant. Two people that have also been in a... I fucking love Beth Grant. She, yeah, she's got that face. She's, she's in the a, best. She's so good. And even that Chris Ellis guy. He's so many things. Well, and we'll get into these. Sorry, I won't get off too much. Um, their daughter, Claire, played by uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She recently joined a cult. They're concerned. Um, they've read this guy's book. <laughs> the first book. <laughs> the first book. The first I don't book. sign that one anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and that comes into the story a little later, too. <laughs> Ansel reluctantly agrees. And we find out he's in debt to his manager, Terry, Played by Uncle Rico <laughs> from Napoleon. John Grease. John Grease. Grease? I, Gre let's, let's go with John Grease. Also, we're going to call him Uncle Rico. Been in a few flicks, but I, yeah, I know him as Uncle Rico. Oh, man, he was really good in this. Never threw a stake at my head. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, he gets his henchman, Mick, played by Lance Reddick, who is another guy who's in everything. Fringe. He's got very uh, yellowish red eyes. Yeah. He's a very intense, tall, thin. He was in The Wire. Which He's I never watched, but I know because everybody told me. Well, yeah. And do you know what else he was in? <laughs> do you know what else he was in? Go ahead. I, I Castle. He... <laughs> <laughs> he was in Castle. This is I the knew Castle you were connection. Say Castle. This is the Castle connection for this movie. Look, Frank. Everyone in the world was in Castle. No, you brought it up, and you let me fill in. You were the only people who weren't in Castle. <laughs> I was about to say one day. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's not like that's fucking Grey's Anatomy you or can, Simpsons. You can right? be in the Rookie. <laughs> Jeez. Is that still going? Hang on to your dreams. Yeah. Okay. I haven't watched it, but he slimmed down from that chubby castle shit. Ah. Uh, well, you go, Nathan Fillion. Do your thing, man. Yeah, yeah. Fucking get it. Thanks, uh, Mal. Uncle Rico gets his henchman Mick to show up. Uh, they rattle his cage. They threaten him. He owes them money. Um, apparently, something fell through with the other book deal. That's something else we come across later. At this point, Ansel hires his own muscle because he's got money from Claire's parents. They go kidnap Claire from a grocery store parking lot, drive her to a motel hours away, and then they begin the, the process of deprogramming. You know, I wanted to mention this guy Ansel is so crazy. I love the way how they emphasize like the road rage on yeah. the on the way to do the kidnapping. Oh yeah. It just it's a nice character setup. You're starting to feel who this guy is. Yeah, not only was he just a fantastic actor, but his character develops in the most subtle ways. Yeah, and oh I just one of the things when we get to our own notes, there's just right off the bat. Yeah. That's and that's when I knew I was gonna like the movie. And I should say I took maybe three notes 
to remember in this movie because I sort of just sat there and stared at the TV. Yeah, I took I took maybe a third of the notes I took for Moonfall. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not dissect this movie at all. No, I, I enjoyed it more than anything. I was watching it and I would make a note when I had time. Yeah. They get her to this hotel. It's a crappy motel. As Claire begins to open up, <laughs> claiming her level in the cult has given her the power to teleport. Ansel's debts and guilt over previous deprogramming that resulted in a subject's suicide close in around him. This guy starts breaking down. At the beginning of the movie, we saw he gets beat up by a heckler when he's giving a talk. Yeah, he gets the shit beat out of him by a heckler at his seminar. Yeah, A.J. Um, Bowen, who was in The Signal, not the Lawrence Fishburne signal, the other The Signal, the three-part where the... Did you ever see this? Which one was the other one? Uh, oh, we're starting like with a couple a having a fight. And, yeah, and the he, blonde she's girl. like cheating on yeah. the guy. And then it takes, it's like three separate stories and they all are losing their fucking minds. Uh, very similar to Pontypool. Was that a yes, Pontypool situation? It was sort of like Pontypool. Pontypool is so good. Yeah, Pontypool is probably, you that was one of, of those streaming gems. It had this, the pace of, what is it? The Vast of Night? Vast of Night, yeah. I feel like, Vast yeah. of Night was intense. Did you see what, that was a crazy connection. Yeah, Just I know. I, I knew exactly what you, yeah. you meant. Like, yeah, all those movies and this movie share something. And if you followed that, we can chill. <laughs> yeah, we can be friends. <laughs> so um, they're at this, you know, low end motel. He's going to do the deprogramming. Um, He's gotten rid of the muscle. The He got a hotel room with an adjoining room where the parents are right next door. So so they can be a part of the process. Um, Claire's father becomes increasingly controlling of the situation and his daughter. It gets weird from his the yeah. f- the father's character yeah, from like when a- they first approach Ansel to how he is in the motel almost from the get go. It's just like, oh, what happened to this guy's demeanor? Yeah, you know, he what, was what sort of uh, submissive when he first. Yeah, it seemed like a normal for help. You're all that we have left. Yeah, older dad. You can tell he's probably got some money. Concerned about his daughter. You picture like a farm girl who ran away because she was, you know, bored on the farm. That's, yeah. that's kind of the feeling that I got yeah. from the situation. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But not quite a Bunny Lebowski situation. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can get you a toe. <laughs> Ansel begins to break down himself even more. He finds Claire to be the only one that appears to understand. So you're starting to get this. He brought her there for the deprogramming. But then they're almost on this brilliant cult symbolism right there. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's the whole swaying of the decision. I love the... cults. <laughs> I'm just going to say it right now. I love cults. Uh, I love reading about them. I, I like reading about deprogramming stuff and, and what it takes. Like, because some of them, super smart people join cults. It's crazy. And I get real deep umption Rikio mm-hmm. in Japan. That's like Ninja Turtles level, like weird. It was a bunch of super scientists and they were trying to cut the police department in half with a laser. (laughs) True, they released sarin gas in the Tokyo, but these were like super educated people in this cult. Taking LSD and nobody did that in Japan at the time. Yeah, I mean, you don't necessarily have to believe of asteroids coming or buy matching shoes. But it's more fun if you do. It's more fun if you do. Hey, go to the mixer. Yeah. Try the juice. The flip side of that is like the apple white Heaven's Gate People who are just sad. <laughs> or they're just like sad Star Trek nerds that just, who, who else will be my friend if I leave? Yeah. Well, at this point in the movie, Ansel starts to break down even more. Um, him and Claire, they kind of get on the same level. And then, really, there's no way to talk about this movie without talking about the twist of the climax. Uh, yeah, so like we said, spoilers and spoilers. Yeah. What made this movie was, it's an hour and a half long. An hour and a half. Nice 
tight hour and a half. And what's for a second, I thought it was an hour and 45 minutes. And I was almost like, eh. but then I saw that it was an hour and a half. And I was like, it just felt better. It yeah, really did. Yeah. I don't know what it well, was. When I checked to see, like, uh, Kelly had to get up and pee at some point, And mm-hmm. I paused the movie and I was like, okay, this has been a full hour. We only have a half hour left to go. Shit is going to get really fucking weird. Which it did in that last half hour. Oh, my goodness. So, I, I mean, at the hotel, well, I mean, a lot goes down. He starts to deprogram it, but you can tell she's up to something. I, I had a weird feeling. Yeah, you kind of don't know if she has so much faith in what, what she believes in, has bought into mm-hmm. that she's like, this is fine, five days, whatever. Mm-hmm. She agrees to it really quickly. And then really the big twist, I didn't see that coming. No, I mean, leading up to it the first night, it's awkward. And there's there's this weird tension. Yeah, and she plays this, like, I'm in love with this cult thing so well. Yeah, don't refer to her as Claire. That's not who she associates with anymore. Yeah, and Mary Elizabeth Winston is a very glassy-eyed human being. So she already, yeah, oh God. I could go on about the amazing shit that she has been in for hours. Yeah. 10 I, Cloverfield Lane blew my fucking ten socks Clover, off. She was in Fargo, one of the seasons of Fargo on TV. Oh, yeah, season three. Yeah. 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 And she did so good in that. Yeah. Um, so good. I still haven't watched season four of that. I need to. The Chris Rock season. Yeah. It was tough for me. It, it's super far back in time, right? Yes. Okay. And it just had a different vibe. Like, it had a different feel More to it. More of a Miller's it, Crossing era. It, it didn't draw me in. You know, the other ones hooked almost immediately. The Chris Rock one, I I need to go back. I that need to give it another shot. That show restored but... my faith in Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> yes. It truly did. It's so good. Yeah, and Martin Freeman was so good in that first season. It's been a while since I've seen those four. I need to try it again. I'll, I'll give it another shot one day. You know, when I get there. Yeah. Season <laughs> five starts soon, too. So oh, that'll probably be about the time no I go shit. ahead and go for it. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I'll have to look out for that. Yeah, there was a gap, probably because of the pandemic. But I think 2020, some of it aired. And I don't know. They made reference to it in uh, Peacemaker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was a really, it was like a good, like, I can't do it this day because that's the day Fargo's on. And he's like, it's not on that day. It's on on Wednesday or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Written and directed by Riley Stearns. This is his first feature film. And he directed The Art of Self-Defense and Duel, which is out now on AMC+. Plus. I haven't watched it yet. I will. I'm a huge fan now. I have to go back and watch Art of Self-Defense again. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. No, I saw that in there. I mean, if anything, I feel like I've seen that cover somewhere. I tend to avoid Jesse Eisenberg, and I'm always fucking wrong. Like, I avoided, uh, oh, American Ultra. Loved it. Mm-hmm. amazing and he vivarium vivarium was good vivarium I, blew me the fuck away i did watch one about a it, it's this guy who worked on wall street and they were trying to put up these satellites turned out to be a fictional story oh i think i believe it had jesse eisenberg i watched it when we were on vacation you know like on my phone on netflix i was like i just have to watch a movie i think he's a guy who's gotten some weird casting here and there but as a rule like he's He's very good in things. Yeah, I thought that movie was going somewhere. I wish I could remember the name, but yeah, it's. I watched that whole thing on vacation on my phone in bed. I feel like back in the day, I used to think he was like Dime Store Michael Sarah, and I no longer feel that way. <laughs> like not at all. You know, you you couldn't swap them for everything. But there was a time where I was like, well, so you couldn't get Michael Sarah? <laughs> like, uh, okay, Zombieland. Zombieland could have been Michael Sarah. Uh, see, I could see. But him. see, the inverse of that is uh, Jesse Eisenberg in Scott Pilgrim wouldn't have worked. No. 
there's almost like a Walter Matthau quality but to that Michael Sarah. That is a really there are only so many faces. For I think sure. we haven't brought the, that up in a while. Yeah, I think that's there's only so there are only so many faces. They could definitely do some swapping in there. This was a movie full of people who are the background characters in other movies. All and of them. They, other than Mary Elizabeth yeah. said, obviously. Leland Orser has been in so many things. The most probably impact that he's had on me in my life was uh, Seven. The scene he's in Seven is the most <laughs> traumatizing. And there's a lot of traumatizing scenes in Seven. But when he's doing that, I fucked her. And he's like sweating and naked in that interrogation room mm-hmm. where he, with a knife dildo. And all Very that. believable. That shit fucked yeah. me up when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. He should have gotten a fucking Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for the three minutes he was in that fucking movie. <laughs> Holy fuck. And in this, he's not likable. And you're not really rooting for him. No, right at the beginning when he's getting the ticket at the restaurant, I have a voucher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like right out of the gate, you're like, oh, he's an asshole. Yeah, and then he pulls out this crumpled ass voucher, <laughs> which turns out he'd used the night before, snuck it out of the trash, and then tried to reuse it a second night. And when they tell him this hotel room, he should have already checked out again, and he he's not there for two nights, despite the fact that he hasn't given his talk yet. Yeah. <laughs> he steals, like, the towels and the fucking batteries out of the remote. <laughs> Battery out of the remote. Yeah, you know, you're, you know. I was trying to figure out if he stole that dolly. It just looked a little too new for him to have, right? Yeah, yeah. Probably. He probably picked it up in an alley after he ran out on the bill somewhere else. All of his stuff and the dolly in the car. <laughs> and was, then sleeps in the parking lot anyway. Sleeps in the parking lot of the hotel he didn't have a second night at. His manager was supposed to book multiple nights. Yeah, but I remember he was in Independence Day. Yep, that's a, that was the just most for recent a split thing. second. That was the most recent thing I saw him in for like a second. And I was like, oh, that's it. That's that guy. Yeah, Alien Resurrection. I do remember him being in that. He's sort of the red shirt that's with them in Alien Resurrection. Yeah. But he's uh, sort of a main character. He's not part of the like ron perlman crew but oh he was one of the, he was the guy who was in uh what like a the sleep state yes they froze him because they were going to use him to hatch one perfect for him yeah if i listed all of the tv he's been in it would be crazy most notably i remember he was in star trek ds9 and then when i looked it up he's in multiple episodes as different characters full like alien face face yeah prosthetics and runaway jury i haven't seen that one in yeah, a long he, time he was the bad guy in the bone collector really he was the murderer i don't remember that one spoilers for yeah. a 25 year old movie the yeah <laughs> <laughs> pearl harbor background character uh he's in all three taken movies i don't even remember him being i don't there. remember him being in taken at not all. at all and he's how in, are you in all three he's in all three he must be like a voice on the phone or something or he's a bad guy or the bad guy I and you know i'm not gonna remember. lie i only saw taken me too I, I that's all that liam neeson does in these movies well, that, now that was a one trick movie and your set of skills yeah it wasn't enough it, it, it's not it's not a fucking indiana jones movie man yeah and i mean his very particular set of skills seems to be in a lot of movies he's doing so i mean i don't know how particular they are no, no, but it came out of nowhere when it started but well, it he was said no, he was gonna retire from action movies and he keeps putting out the same movie with a different title it's no john wick no but the first one was taken had its place and that was cool yeah for sure there's a john wick four on the way by the way i i don't know about that no i mean they were losing me at two three i love the mystique of the first one the first like you know half hour of the first john wick movie yeah i mean that's not even it's just because it's not even a mystique it's just it just felt a little more natural the whole thing like oh there's this guy the dog you know the coins meant something you know he's always flipping 
And then through the second and third one, the coins are just like, you know, might as well be tokens from an old arcade. They're also making a John Wick spinoff with Anna Armas. Oh, why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Actually, I'll probably watch that one. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and fuck with you on that one. <laughs> that's, that's, Jesus. No, I feel you, man. No, go for it. I know I've, yeah, I've watched some things sometimes that I'm not 100% proud of, but I do. And I'll talk about it. Yeah, I am a man. <laughs> Be a man. <laughs> Other things of note, he was in uh, uh, Leland Orser, not uh, Liam Neeson's. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, let's reel it back in from old Liam. Yeah, so he was in The Guest, mm -hmm. uh, Devil's Candy. Mm -hmm. See the Devil's Candy? I saw those on there. You don't have mine. Oh, what was yours? Very Bad Things. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. I loved him in Very Bad Things. I tried to grab something from each year. Yeah. And that's the thing is he was in multiple He was in so many movies. Year. I he looked so through, he just so many things. And then yeah, if you cut over the... to his TV list, it's daunting. Oh, Jesus. But I went through things that I recognized other than, he was also in uh, Voyager, Star mm -hmm. Trek. He was in Enterprise. He's in the episode of X-Files where they're doing the, they're going down in the Pacific Northwest volcano. Oh. <gasps> The experiment season thing. Season two. Yes. Yeah. The the guy, the some main scientist went crazy or some shit, right? Yes. Yes. He's in that one? He's the main scientist. I was, shut up. I'm pretty sure. I remember the episode very vividly, uh -huh. but I can't, and I remember him being in it. But I can't totally like map out the yeah the I, like, I, of my brain. I was gonna ask you which one and <laughs> and hope that you knew, and I'm so glad that you knew which one. Oh, I need okay. A significant amount of lines in the episode. You know, he wasn't just a guy in the background. I'm gonna start X Files again. Oh, I'm gonna do it. Oh, do it. I'm gonna do it, and I'm starting. I'm not. I won't start at one. Because I like I've, to start at three. We're we're gonna get real off topic with this movie because it was a great movie. It is what what was said about it like yeah it's the deprogrammer he takes her in there but, but god he was it was deeply fucking funny john grease uncle rico i've never seen him act like this mm -hmm. because he is a flamboyant photographer slash money man manager book manager but what he's mad at him about is legit you you gave your book to your ex-wife in your divorce yeah and gave the rights to his first house. book that was successful the guy owed him money yeah he talked him into a, a loan to self-publish the second book nothing ansel does is forgivable no he's not a he's not a likable guy you can tell he's got his problems he's falling apart and the movie raised a bunch of questions which i thought was great because I was like, yeah, was she like, I'm going to get that cult programming. Him. I also, Kelly kept being like, what year is it? What year is it? And I feel like it had to be the 80s. I'm saying 80s, not 70s. Yeah, I would say 80s. Clothing I had a, yeah, clothing. And I mean, his car was what? Either like a gremlin or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, the color of the hotel rooms. Yeah, like the, the carpet color. The wood paneling the wood on the paneling. walls. Yeah. yeah. I felt 80s more than 70s. Um, don't ask me. I just felt 80s vibes. Maybe early 80s. Yeah, because I I can't remember his name, but the guy who wrote the big cult deprogrammer book mm -hmm. that that was around that time, so that would make sense. That was a time of of cults. Yeah, you know, seventies, eighties. Satan did it. Satan made the kids do it. Yeah, this just just before the satanic panic. Lots of cult stuff going yeah. on now. Cults are weird. Yeah, now it's you know? different. Like female cult leaders are very rare. There have been instances of it, but I'm fascinated with that. <laughs> as far as like one day, I would like to write something kind of scary that involves like a female cult leader because <laughs> I just don't think it happens very often. I don't know what that says about like you know. There's not a lot of female serial killers who are caught anyway. Yeah, I guess the cult leaders were always more traditional in, in their values. <laughs> they wanted to fuck a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Let, Except for Marshall Applewhite, who, who technically there was a female cult leader in Heaven's Gate because it was T and Doe. They started that cult together, and that cult was fucking harmless. Like, there's nothing about the Heaven's Gate cult that was scary. Remember or... when that guy from the store was emailing the remaining members? Yeah, yeah. You knew okay, that, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He was showing me the emails, and he was, like, trolling them. And I'm like, I know yeah, that they're not those people, people those but people leave are... them alone. God, and yeah. I mean, really, they were part of a cult that made, you know, a big decision, and you're fucking with them. Well, I feel like with that, they, they didn't make that decision all at once, either. You know? <laughs> like, it was, like, one at a, like, a couple at a time. Yeah. And, and like, the, the way they were dressed, it was just My shit that was My whole train of sale. thought was maybe not fuck with the last remaining members of a cult that made you yeah, know and worldwide I just feel bad news. for them because the ones that are still around like i feel like a lot of those people in that cult committed suicide because they were like all my friends just did it well they were and talking to that's him all about, i have well yeah and they were talking to him about sending him the tapes because you know they'll still let you you know check out their tapes their, and, and their if you ever get a chance tapes. watch those tapes of marshall applewhite because that shit is hilarious that is one nerdy fucking cult but just, then there's like uh i think children of god was uh england I don't know. I, I may be wrong about some of these things. I, I've read entirely too much. See, about I never cults. did a lot of research on them. I just, I'm from Texas, so I know about those guys up in Waco. I mean, the most recent uh, female cult thing, there's a, there's a social media one. She was like, picture yourself dead. She was making like videos online. Oh, God. So that, that, that's a new way cults happen. They don't even have to be centralized at this point. But then there was the, the mother goddess lady that they found dead last year. Jesus, man. No, I don't know about any of okay, these. This was just some white trash lady who had um. a bunch of followers in Colorado. They'd come live on her compound. The way they ended up finding her body, apparently it had been mummified and covered in glitter. <laughs> Damn. But like she had like a fucking horrible drinking problem. And then she didn't allow any of the people who were there. And they came and went. But it seemed like it was more of a come to my house in Colorado and wait on me and I'll be sort of abusive. And they did like hour long live streams every day. And uh, once they found her body, they like went back and found all the like continuity errors where they would accidentally refer to her in the past tense and stuff like that. <laughs> like she had been dead in the house for a long time. But they time. kept carrying on with. Yeah, but she was a trashy piece of shit. <sighs> that one was really strange. I had no idea. Yeah, but uh, a cult red, led by a woman. But glitter, though, too? Sexually motivated. I'm yeah, still kind of stuck she had like glitter, glitter in her eyes and stuff. Like they, she was mummified in her bed. Holy and they like fuck. wrapped her in uh, Christmas lights covered in glitter. And it was, it was like all embedded in her eyeballs. And, you know, speaking of Tales from the Crypt, <laughs> I'm just saying that sounds like a fucking episode. <laughs> for real, though. Right yeah. out of 91. Oh, real. 92. 100%. Damn. Yeah. Wrapped in Christmas lights, coated in glitter. Yeah, but with this one, I was like, is she the leader? Or she said the leader's name was Ira. And then at the end, they refer to her as Ira. Because you find out her parents are in the cult and that they've been... Shh. Like part of it the whole time, <laughs> and uh, but I don't know. I I don't know how a female led cult would work operationally. There are varying levels of cults too. Whereas like Jim Jones is a ten on a scale of one to ten. Marshall Applewhite three, despite the fact that they all killed themselves. Just kind of sad. Yeah. Jim Jones drink that shit at gunpoint. Let's all go to South America. That's a whole other level. But I like this kind of. Uh, this was a fun cult. Yeah, I mean it ended in suicide, but it was still when the movie ended. I wasn't absolutely certain whether or not I was happy that nothing supernatural had occurred. 
Yeah. That it had been a lot of seeded doubt and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, it was kind of gnarly and brilliant that they did it that way. Yeah. God, when he fucking beats that dude to death. Boom, trailer. You you told me that you were like, I just hope that's not her he's beating. with. No, I, I hope that's not towards the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, you did say that. And yeah, it that was trailer right. It was. They always show you fucking something from, if not the final few scenes, like definitely. And the that was the climax. Of it the movie. was. And I, as soon as I saw his emotion in the trailer, I was like, that's fucking at the end of the movie, man. Like, I was like, why are they? Because I've got this memory where I lock onto shit. I mean, so when I watch trailers, I'm th I I really dissect it and I'm holding on to things and I'm like, uh, 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 I can't turn it off. Normally, when we watch them at home, if I'm interested after the first couple scenes, I'm like, OK, stop, stop. Me too. With this stop, one, stop. I, I couldn't stop watching the trailer. I know. And with you, just because I was here, not at my house, I forgot to do the stop, stop. And we watched the whole thing. And sure fucking enough, that scene. I didn't even mean to show you the whole trailer. It was uh, like this. <laughs> we that's just started how watching. seductive this movie was to me. Yeah. The buildup in the trailer is enough to get you interested. Like I was like, I really want to see this fucking movie. Yeah. And it didn't disappoint. Which is why to... I, I kind of I was like, I know I picked Moonfall, but we're watching this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Because I got exactly what I signed up for with this movie and not necessarily more because I kind of did want something supernatural to happen. But that's just me. I was yeah. I was very satisfied. So with what I got. there's parts in the movie where you think like maybe she or it makes you question like, OK, is she invisible or is somebody helping her out? Because there's a scene where she's locked in a hotel room with the parents. Yeah. And at the time, and I I'm air quoting parents. All of that weirdness was so well done with mm -hmm. that. I'm diverting your attention because you're like, oh, the the dad is abusive. Something. You and felt like there was something weird. That. You start to like, he went from this wholesome older dad to, oh, this guy's got some fucking problems. He's like, no, wear that. Yeah, I don't like the way you're doing this. You know, I know yeah. what's going on behind she that goes door. To change clothes. He's like, what do you think? And he's like, tell her she's beautiful when she comes out. And he's yeah. like, who's paying who here? It's like, whoa, that's not the fucking dad from the diner. It stirred me up quite a bit because yeah. I, I was like, fuck, was Did he like abusive? Yeah, and was like, he? She's like 28. But, you know, he puts her in the clothes from when she was a teenager. Yeah. These he's really like, tight shorts and the shirt that doesn't fit quite right. And she looks awkward. Yeah. And he's like, you're beautiful. <laughs> this is so funny. Yeah. The, the, some of the, the way he delivered some of that shit was so funny funny yeah he really is good and to see him in a lead role that's awesome oh he, he, yeah fantastic so good because he, he's always just that guy with independence day recently i was like oh sh he's one of the guys operating in the room like he was in it for two minutes yeah one of the things i forgot to mention he's uh a, the cop in brand new cherry flavor which, which yeah, i love I, brand new cherry flavor i need to check that out too. i i haven't told frank anything about that because <laughs> i just it's Fucking so nuts. No, I'll get there once I get off my uh my oldies kick. That's not one you're gonna want to risk being like, Olympia, let's watch this show that Scott <laughs> recommended. I can watch that by myself. That's like a, no yeah, doubt. You, okay. Yeah, take that. And uh she's she's gonna be like, that's weird, and get up and leave. <laughs> um man, it I felt so anxious at times watching this. The anxiety was going through through me yeah but it was, was that like, kind of like i'm grinning uh, yeah while i'm so tense you're like oh who's gonna fuck up why is he because it want he asked for the money after what one night that was a lot of awkward yeah and that's when he leaves and the whole thing with the deprogramming was he switched the lock on the bathroom door to where he'd lock someone in no windows in it so that was like the safe room to make sure she didn't escape he gets back that's when she's on the porch in front of the door yeah. you know that was another one of those times he starts to believe i wanted to believe can we just do a quick like 
you know, this isn't going to be an entry point into the podcast. Yeah, we gave you warning. But this if you're is the kind of movie it. I wanted to do this yeah, podcast it's, about. It's it's this good. is what I'm looking for. It was a sleeper. Yeah, it, what it went to film. I saw a South by. It badge. premiered at South by. I I didn't see a whole lot of stuff about it, like winning awards, but it should have. Yeah, but premiered at South by what? 2014. 2014. So, yeah, he didn't make another movie until 2019 mm-hmm. when he made Art of Self Defense. And uh, yeah, somebody should have told me about this when I saw that. He was the main character in this movie. That mm-hmm. was the, th- I was like, what? <laughs> the guy from Seven? He's always going to be that guy from Seven. Because that. Very bad things. Even. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch Very Bad Things again. I, th- I think I only saw Man, that Jeremy around the time Piven. it came out. Kill the hooker in the hotel room? They kill the hooker in the hotel room. Yeah. Is Jay Moore in that one? No. No. No Jay Moore. It's Is Christian Jay Slater. Moore in a similar movie? Oh, yeah. Christian Slater. Yeah. It's Christian Slater. And then uh, what's his name? Daniel Stern. You know what I'm thinking of is Suicide Kings. Suicide Kings. Fucking man, I, that's a good one. Christopher Walken and Powder. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's got what's his name? Shit, Powder. Sean Patrick Flannery. Sean Pat. There you go. Yeah, he was also in Girl. Boondock Saints with Dominique Swain. Mm-hmm. I got fucked. <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw Girl. You'd have to tell me more about it. It was one of those movies. It was like that it was, one might have passed through my. It brain. was on a video shelf once, and I was like, "Let's check this out." Sean Patrick Flannery and a girl named Dominique Swain. I feel like I'm picturing the cover of it, but it's one of the. Every now and then, I'll tell people, I'll be uh-huh. like, "Oh yeah, I've seen that," and it just meant I shelved it. So or Dominique, moved it around the, the store. girl in it was the daughter, John Travolta's daughter in Face Off. Okay, I don't know. Maybe somebody could. Write I know for who that Dominique one. Swain. Is. I think that's her name. I'm pretty yeah. sure. It. I was confident when I said it. Yeah, yeah. I think her name's Dominique Swain. Girl, daughter in Face off and i can't think of was she in jawbreaker no 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 not jawbreaker never mind john travolta's daughter face off it's only because i mentioned jawbreaker earlier that it even popped into your brain i know jawbreaker is fucking great yeah it's a good one it's been a long time that was a high school movie huh yeah it had that kind of spirit of like uh and i could never remember the name of it but i think it's called nowhere nowhere do you remember nowhere it was that kind of like greg erikheim feeling yeah we were talking about it because like the guy from Independence Day again. Sorry, but the son, you know, John, uh, Donnie Darko, Frank the Rabbit. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah, I he was an SLC punk. Yes, can't remember his name now. I know he's like uh, that. Other, I'd never known. Uh, for known the it. record, can't remember the guy's name from uh, William Fitchner. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, Fitchner. I remembered you his got name. It? Yeah, I've been trying to remember it. Mixing the podcast, I heard it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't even try to remember it this time. And the only reason <laughs> I remembered it just now was because you said sphincter. Sphincter. <laughs> oh, because that's the guy from Go. Yeah. And see, he'll always be the guy from Go because when he just pops in the bedroom naked trying to pick up Jay Moore or the other guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're trying to like sell him the discount furniture and goods or whatever. God, everything is connected. Yeah. Jay Moore, Suicide Kings. Uh, yeah, I do need to watch Go again. Somewhere. I have it on DVD. I <laughs> think I might have it on VHS. Oh, you beat me. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a long time ago. I have some weird things on VHS still. I have V. The original series. Oh, the the TV. Oh yeah, on TV series. Like v? the box, the older one. Yeah. What is that? Eighties? That was eighties, right? Or mm, late seventies? I think it might. I think it might have been late seventies because Robert England is much younger. But then, then wasn't the remake nineties? The remake was. Well, or, there was like another V sometime <gasps> in between, and then they made it again after Lost when they were like trying. They were like, oh, people like science fiction. Let's bring this one back. Yeah, let's bring. And they shouldn't have. So was that a three timer? I think the second time was a direct sequel can't I, I can't be sure i can't remember fully yeah but i enjoyed watching the original one yeah in the same sense that i can go back and watch the stand miniseries every now and then it's been a long time it's got that chick from talk talk radio 
what was that show? News radio. News radio. <laughs> Talk radio. <laughs> yeah. News radio. Uh, Amber Heard plays her character in the new one. And she did a fantastic job. I know people have a lot of opinions about Amber Heard, but in that Stan miniseries, she killed that part. Yeah. Well, perfect for her. She lost. I don't want to express opinions about you know, that. People That's going to be like one of those things like Lorena yeah, you know Bobbitt people are getting or something tattoos? like that. I saw a tattoo. Oh my God. Yes. Let me just say, from two dudes who both have Battlestar Galactica tattoos, like <laughs> you're going to regret that shit. I don't regret my Battlestar Galactica tattoo. Mine's but... my only tattoo. Is my battle? Is it really? Yeah, that's my only one still. Oh, weird. I have a Doctor Who tattoo and a Melvin's tattoo. You know what I want to get next? Don't regret any of them. But I would if I got a fucking Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial tattoo. What the fuck is wrong with you? I've seen a couple. What kind of weird voyeur are you? If you get that tattoo, it's so random. Oh, and this one on my thighs from OJ's case back in '95. (laughs) You got the white bronco on my knee. Yeah. Oh, look, there's the black glove right there. Full sleeve OJ Simpson trial. (laughs) It says like the juice is loose down your calf. (laughs) 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 No, um, man. But this movie was also listed as a horror movie on Amazon, and I don't get the fuck out of here. Qualifies as not a horror movie. And I mean, real quick, I want to throw out there what happened. Oh, yeah. Throw out there what happened. She, in a weird way, lightly seduces him into like a hypnosis state. She made him lick her face. <laughs> well, after she goes to use the bathroom, he goes to check on her. He's, he hears her peeing. She's like, oh, she's good. I'm not going to lie. For a split second, I was like, is her sweat magical? <laughs> I bet it is. Well, she comes out bottomless. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. She's Donald Duckin. Slightly seduces, gets him to lick her face. He goes into hypnosis, wakes up. He sees his failed tv show and it's him interviewing the girl that he failed during deprogramming dad quotation marks is fucking her on the bed while fucking her on the bed while the mother watches and ansel's in the and chair beth grant's face didn't during that scene did you see it she's just doing that beth grant smile but perfectly still and it was probably the slowest the slowest sex scene i've seen in a while i really thought it was a dream I did a hallucination, mm-hmm. you know, like something initiated. Yeah, because I was like, "How? Why would his TV show be on right now?" But then he wakes up fully dressed in the car downstairs, and then comes like the reverse hypnosis in the bathroom. She completely flips the script. Do you think the parents unlocked the bathroom door? It had to have been because what at this point it wasn't magic. She didn't reach the next level. Or is that what it was? Levels, right? He was targeted and ripe for the picking, apparently. She just calls him out and just kind of chips away at him. If you've watched any documentaries about cults, the Keith Rainier documentary, even, uh, I know I've talked shit about I didn't make it through Nexium. Those fucking Nexium people are whacked. Even the ones that got out, they're, they're Hollywood sycophants. Man. But he did the same thing. You know, yeah, and then that, that's what the lady cult leader, big quotation marks cult leader, on social media version of that. And I'm sure there'll be cults that are disembodied someday. Yeah. And I'm sure that we're moving into a time when there would be more female cult leaders, maybe easier than the men. Mm-hmm. It, but the I'd be cult? more likely to follow a female cult leader than a man. Oh yeah, I mean, if I were to go that route, yeah, that would make yeah, it easier somebody, for some if, reason. If somebody told me they had a hard line on the universe and they were a man, I would doubt them immediately. <laughs> yeah. But if they were a woman, I might be. No, man, I'm all for it. 
and maybe you know something. I don't. The men have had their time. Yeah, let the women cult leaders thrive. It's time. Let's get a better one than Mother Goddess, though, or Mother oh, God, Jesus, or man, whatever. I, I've never heard. Of yeah, any look of that it up. Shit. Look it I'll, up and watch I'll, some I'll, of their my, videos. Mother, and then I'm gonna end up on a fucking watch list I mean, too. It's probably stupid hippies. It's stupid it's hippies. Just stupid hippies in Colorado, and oh. not even a good part of Colorado, like around Pueblo or some shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Why don't you just take it down a couple? Yeah, <laughs> knock well, away. Pueblo is of... one of those cities where you like get into Colorado and you're like, this is it. <laughs> this could be St. Louis, like outside St. Louis somewhere. Was there an arc? Like rotting factories, and <laughs> you know, you haven't really got into like, oh, Colorado's beautiful yet. You're like, this is the desert. This is Missouri. Yeah, this could be Missouri <laughs> for sure. Oh man, but yeah. So you know, he teaches about being in control, and that's what doesn't need to happen. But it's like he had her in control once again. Deserves a fucking Oscar for that. Beating. Just yeah, he's just standing there. There's and- a reason he put that in the trailer, and that was because. That was fucking intense. Yeah, it was a huge climax. You really felt it. He, I will, my wife did point out, uh, there should have been more blood. But this was not a gory movie. This was not a violent movie. This type of movie is my favorite thing to find. Yeah, it was great. I mean... She, it was so funny. She was so God. dark. And then the question is, she sought him out? Is it because of his relation to cults? You know, if anything, I know that that's what we're left to ponder. But, I mean, I kind of... I like the the... Left with a lot of questions. Part yeah, of yeah, because once you realize, oh shit, this was her the whole time. Yeah, because if you can leave me that many questions and still provide such a satisfying ending, because she got, she has money. She got money for props. You know, she got the guy ten grand. She paid for the muscle, the hotel rooms. She's got cash flow. She's got followers willing to take the pill after they do her 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 work. Except for that one, she was like, he hit me in the face. That's right. And that, was, that does and make she did have so that guy much killed. Yes. I really liked that little, that was a weird little touch where she had like a little venge, like vengeful streak. I almost wondered if, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm had, sure he hired those guys because he would have had to, those were his guys doing it. Those were his guys. He yeah. knew somebody local. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some of the way they delivered some of those lines was hilarious. The black guy, he was like, I, I'm not going to lie. I took a cat nap took here a and there. Nap. And he was like, the reason I'm telling you is. She could have done something. And there was that long pause for, well, no shit, dude. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the play-by-play. But no, everything fell into place. I knew that she was plotting. I really did have a sense that she was plotting because they emphasized how strong she had become. Yeah, and but they seeded enough doubt where she was like, I want to stay because I could teach my parents something. I believed that at the time. Yeah, the breadcrumbs were there. Yeah, I, I, I there were breadcrumbs. I'm going to watch this movie again. I'm glad I wanted you said to watch something it about today. You got the one that punched me. I didn't even put that together till just now. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. Because those are like her, some of her worker bees. So yeah, go have old pop. Yeah, and they were like, we took care of him. Yeah, take care of him. Yeah. Yeah, you won't be hearing from him again. It was a good movie. It, well it, fucking done, Riley Stearns. Can't wait to watch fucking Duel. I from Texas. I cannot wait to watch it. I am a fan Our of this age. guy now. Guy years, guy's two years younger than us. He's making magic. Yeah, it makes me wish I was like, I should have written movies because publishing a novel takes fucking decades. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless you borrow money from Terry and self-publish. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that point yet. I can find you a Terry. I will start stealing towels. I, I can find you I a can Terry. I can go ahead and start stealing towels now. <laughs> and all the little conditioners. Did uh, remote controls ever have 9 volt batteries in? That was strange. I have lots of friends that are born in the 70s and were probably. Were, yeah, did your clicker have a 9 volt? A 9 volt battery. The clicker, not a remote. It's that was kind the of the battery that's, you know, double A's and triple A's are still. 
being heavily used. Was it even a clicker? I don't know. I never saw him use the remote. This is a, a re- kind of an I arbitrary really subject, but at... I was still like a fucking nine volt. In <laughs> <laughs> Those have to be around. We need them for our smoke detectors. And I still don't understand. And this is a big qualm with me. In the fucking 90s, you could find your cordless phone. I can push a button on my Apple Watch and find my phone. Mm-hmm. Why can't I push a button on my fucking TV and find my remote? I'm right there with you. What the fuck? It's crossed my this mind before. This is so obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, why should we have to slap a fucking Apple AirTag on that thing? I am looking for the fucking remote in both rooms. We just got a TV in the bedroom a couple months ago again mm-hmm. since we moved to the new house. Yeah. It just happened uh, like, you know... That's the one thing we did during Black Friday because we were like, we, we need a TV for the bedroom. Yeah, and I can download Now's apps the time for to do both it. my TVs. I'm not going to do that. She fell asleep and the remote was just gone. And I like looked on the floor, looked under the cushion. You got to that point where you were like, do I flip her? Well, <laughs> funny ro- story. Do I roll her over? <laughs> well, no, we just gave up for days. It wasn't in there. She was going to sleep watching TV on her laptop. Because, you know, that's the thing about TVs nowadays. You lose the remote, you're kind of fucked. A lot of them don't have buttons. There's no button anymore. For some reason, my TV in my living room updated and the power button doesn't work anymore. The power button is now a menu button. Well, yeah, I mean. And it, there's already a menu button. So yeah, I don't I, know what the fuck that's about. Well, I remember back in the good old days, you had your volume, your channel, when you, your power, and your input. In this movie, they had those TVs of the knob yeah the clicks yeah the knob I that's why i was those. thinking maybe it was a clicker like an actual clicker you know they call them clickers because they used to go click click with the big silver buttons yeah um pre-remote <laughs> yeah what i always wanted when i was a kid was one of those big wooden tvs that's what i had at my mom's man we oh. had the wooden one. Oh, really growing up we had the the tv with the big ass wooden frame and you could put pictures and shit on top of it because it was like a dresser it was like a table yeah yeah no, no, we had one for years. We had that TV. I bet those were high dollar things back then. Oh, the day. yeah. No, that was her dad's TV. That I was think. like a piece of antique furniture. I remember as a kid watching them struggle to move it. It was yeah. a piece of furniture with a fucking big tube TV in Meanwhile, it. Meanwhile, those big screen TVs that every now and then you still see on the side of the road. Yeah. With a sign that says free, and you're like, John's going to take that. My aunt TV. had one of those. I remember yeah. that was the coolest shit back the in the rear like, projection. Yeah. Like, giant thing would burn your fucking Nintendo. And 90 to 94. Those were like the shit. Like, you were rich if you had one of yeah, those. Yeah, but those things were light as fuck. You just pick one up and run with it if you Well, and those to. would break easy too. Those screens were flimsy. Yeah, you could poke right through them. Right it was, it was a them. real movie screen. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. But did Wouldn't we pick TV? a movie? No. Did you have one of your Frank? magic tricks no i didn't because you shut me down last time oh yeah i just i strong-armed this yeah you yeah. muscled me I you're kind of glad i did it though didn't you no i'm i'm glad for fall i'm much i'm much happier about faults than moonfall <laughs> but i did like moonfall <laughs> it had its perk it's a roland emmerich movie the, it is the best part about moonfall was the contrast with armageddon so close <laughs> you know i feel like that was a nice palate cleanser yeah like i was like these kind of movies are okay a little more mo- yeah um it's how i taught 90s action movies wouldn't be the same today if they went off the same, you know, if they were made the same, film the same. Yeah. Speed, for instance, it'd be hard to pull off speed these days. This movie, I'm glad it took place in the era it took place. Please don't remake speed. Oh, God. Please no. don't. <laughs> you know what? Go ahead and remake speed, too, though. That wasn't very good. Yeah. You could probably fix that one. For anybody who do listens and has a suggestion that, you know, can kind of follow, maybe maybe give us a shout. It's fucking something that you think we should fucking watch. Yeah, absolutely. If you know of a movie like this one that we haven't seen, and you can slip that in there, I, I want to know about it. I really do. And I mean, you know... Yeah, tweet at me, at Last Clerks. 
an asterisk. This one did have a high IMDb score. It really did. Yeah, for but how... I didn't even I didn't bother looking at it because I found this one organically and was just trailer alone. It had me. I wanted to turn the trailer off halfway through and couldn't because <laughs> that trailer really got me. I kind of want to go for newer again. Sure. Oh, motherfucker. This one was mighty old, so. Uh, yeah, I, I half expected you to have the magic trick ready to go. No, I I got I got shut down, so I was like, he doesn't like my magic. No, the reason I, I did that, do, I was just too fucking excited. I was gonna do something different every time, and then I lost my. I, I just I didn't even click, and then I thought <laughs> you'd have another surprise. So check this out, Gretel and Hansel. Let's do that. You want to do Gretel and Hansel? Let's do Gretel and Hansel. I just saw it. I think it's still on Amazon. Yep. All right, Gretel and Hansel. Because that's time. like, who the fuck watched Gretel and Hansel? I certainly didn't. I didn't. I remember seeing the trailer and being like, yeah, I'll watch that. Because this is not the one with Hawkeye. This is not Hansel and Gretel that's like Van Helsing. No, and I kind of want to do a legit horror movie. Yeah. And because so, uh, I don't think we've had a real horror movie yet. No. Because and, uh, Apartment 143. mm didn't scare me. A couple jump scares. Yeah, even if a horror movie doesn't scare me, though, if it's good, it's good. And no. uh, yeah, I'm down with that. Or anytime I hear, or if I hear like, or yeah, are you doing the Grudge or Predator? Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.